Hello and welcome to another Blue Black Podcast. I'm here with Callum, George and Max. So Max, you're the head boy of the school and we got our two deputy senior head boys here. Um, so firstly, guys, what does a monitor do? Uh, g'day, Caden. I'll take this one. Thanks for having us out here. The monitors are uh, group 26, 27 rather boys. Um, the goal of the group is to represent and reflect the values of the skill. Um, as far as uh, integrity, meaningful relationships, uh, and all of that goes. Um, so building off of whether that's on the sports field, um, on in, in the classroom, or uh, elsewhere in the school community, we're looking to reflect the school motto, and as far as you know, running school events and doing Anzac Day and... Uh, all the rest of that. Mm. There's an organisational side of it too, um, but yeah, it's it's about uh, representation and, and student leadership there. And what's the process of becoming a monitor, guys? What, how does it work? Cal? Effectively, um, everyone in the year group gets a, an application form, which you can fill out. It's a pretty pretty generic one that fills out. So your school your school achievements, what you've done, uh, why you think you should be a monitor all that sort of stuff, and you send that in, and then um, out of everyone who applies, students get a vote. So is it 10 per person, I think, something like that? Seven, 15. seven or 10 per person? 15. 15, something like that. And from there, um, they take the top 60-odd, I'm guessing, and then the teachers go through rounds of voting, and then they from there, they teachers vote, and then the teachers vote again, and then they whittle it down to however many they usually pick. Usually it's 26, it's 27 this year. I think last year was a few more, a couple more, about 29, 28, 29. And it sort of varies from year to year, but yeah, mm. depending on the calibre of the students and what they sort of have in their pool to choose from. And why do you think you boys were sort of selected to be monitors? Oh, you can go first. Um, I think... We'd all agree we were quite involved in school. Um, we all play sport. We've all, whether we've performed, I don't know, but whether we've all helped out at different... You play different, sport. <laughs> you play sport as well, but... Um, whether it's culturally or musically, we've all contributed. And I think, yeah, we get along well with people and hopefully others think we're approachable. Ultimately, I'd say um, it's not... It's not, it's not a checklist of, you know, uh, are they a sportsman? Uh, are they, do they do well in the classroom? It's, um, it's about uh, putting yourself out there and, and character, I suppose, um, and building meaningful relationships um, in, in the classroom and around school that drives that selection process. <clears throat> Sorry, so like... What, what sort of stuff are you boys into? What sort of hobbies you got outside of school and in school? Uh, I'm, a, I'm heavily into sport. That's, I spend lots of my hours through the year doing sports and George is similar. So I play rugby and I play cricket. So that takes up a lot of my hours through most things. Uh, outside of that, I used to play the guitar. I know Max is into that. That's a Max's sort of field. I haven't played for a few years, but I still have them sitting by my bed. So yeah, I enjoy that and a bit of time off. Um, just normal sort of stuff Netflix, music, that sort of stuff I'm the same I, I'm into my sport I play hockey as my main sport And I um, also enjoy just 
relaxing and obviously I enjoy getting into the school and getting involved. But, yeah. Um, I'd say I'm decidedly less of a sportsman than, than Georgia Cow. They've both referring to mention that they play for the first teams for school in their respective fields. Um, I'm a footballer, uh, fairly social, but... Um, yeah, I'm, I've been really involved in the music department at school. Um, I'm keen on guitar. I uh, picked up banjo this year. That was fun. Um, and uh, as far as the rest of, of schooling life goes, I've been fairly heavily involved in, in the robotics group at school, trying to grow that. Um, going from uh, my year nine, sort of uh, coming in as a, as a junior, and tinkering around to to uh, being able to compete with with robots and schools done pretty well at that. Mm. So are you monitors are like a tight bunch. Do you all know each other pretty well by this point? Or we've had a pretty interesting year, as everyone knows. But I think we're actually we're a really tight group. And although we come from different interest areas and passions and many of us have never been in the same class together. We actually all get along really well. And that's come from experiences like the monitors camp, which was Mm -hmm. really beneficial, not only for building camaraderie and leadership, but also just friendships as well. So um, that monitors camp, when was that? That was in the end of last year, sort of just after exams. Right, 29th of November last year. So um, right at the end of exams, uh, not after them uh, there were a couple boys had to leave early for French I think oh was um, but yeah that was uh, just a camp up at Kitson Hut it's out at Arthur's Pass it's a school owned uh, hut and yeah we went and stayed a, stayed a night there it was good fun and so what sort of shenanigans did you boys get up to up there Oh, you don't want to share. I think they run the same sort of cut every year. So mm. the prospective monitors this year will be doing the same thing. So you don't want to spoil too many of the secrets. Oh, but it's good fun though. It's really you good fun. You spend a night out in the yeah, um, sp- in the bush or the. Yeah. You build yourself a wee hut out mm. of some st- out of you know the surroundings, a bit of moss, a bit of sticks. Yeah. Put that together. Spend a night out there, which, uh, judging on the weather, can either be really fun or not so great. Also, depending on how well and you build depending your hut. on how well you build the I hut. I remember throughout the night, well. It was quite a long night for me. I was on the edge and I was under a section that hadn't been roofed properly. And me and George were in the same yeah, sort of mini town for Cal it. I was lucky and he and got uh, further in. I got further I got in there quickly. I was on the edge and the whole night I just had dirt falling on my face. George which, had a very nice view of the stars up above because yeah. we refrained to put a roof on it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, sounds like... Oh, <clears throat> sounds like good fun. Um... So what sort of trips have you boys been involved in over the years that you've been here? Oh, through school? Yeah, through school. Um, through school. In year 11, I went to Sydney on a cricket development tour. We went for about a week and a half to Sydney, stayed at, stayed at a hostel over there, which was good fun. So that was nine days. We were supposed to play about five or six games of cricket. Got none in, rained the whole time. But, you know, it was a really, really fun tour. Um, apart from that, last year I went on a big tour to Dubai and South Africa with the rugby team. So we sort of had about two, two and a half weeks off at the end of Term 1 and we flew to Dubai for four days. Wow. Um, yeah, that was a really awesome experience. Or it might have been a bit longer than four days, four or five days. Had a wee rock around Dubai, played a game there. Um and then we flew from Dubai to Cape Town. We stayed in Stellenbosch, which is just outside of Cape Town. 
Uh, yeah, it's a lovely city, lovely place, really beautiful. Um, we stayed at the we stayed at a hostel over there in South Africa, with about I think there was twelve teams from around the country and uh, not the country, the world. So there were three three New Zealand teams, uh, like England, uh, obviously South Africa. There was a Pacific team, there was an American team, an Italian team. All of those we all stayed in the same hostel, which was a yeah, crazy experience. But yeah, that was good fun. Those are the two main trips I've done for school. Um, I had a couple. I think I had a tour to Auckland and a tour to Wellington as well. Sweet. Did you and sort of the boys from the other, um, like all other areas of the world, sort of share some of the same sort of values and ideas and stuff? Oh, absolutely. Um, we got really close over there with a school called Hartbury, which is from England. Um, they're a really they're a big um, boys' private school in England, and we were staying right below them. Mm. And I remember on the last night, um, we were there. They were outside. We just finished our last game, and they were outside with their coach. And they had they um, had like a had a big circle going on. They were dancing and singing. And we were just coming back from dinner, and they were like invited us all in. And there were a few Napier boys down there, and we all joined in. We had a really really good time dancing and singing and just getting along. It was really nice. Uh, what about you, George? Um, well, I've just done trips with school sort of locally, sort of to Otago and Dunedin, um, which have been really fun for school exchanges with hockey. Sweet. Uh, also Wellington and then tournaments in Hamilton and going to be Auckland this year, but just in Christchurch this year. Mm. Yeah. Uh, me? Um, the Music Boys have a fantastic opportunity every year to go to Blenheim for Southern Jam, um, which is a great a great week. We spend a week up, uh, up Blenheim and Picton, uh, gigging with the three jazz bands at school, um, and yeah, that's a lot of fun. Uh, at the end of it, we have a big, big concert, and all the bands from all the schools play. Um, it's good fun. Other than that, uh, I've been to two robotics uh, national competitions in Auckland. They're always uh, they're always really exciting, actually. Mm. Um, surprisingly good spectator sport um but yeah yeah uh that's that's always a lot of fun school offers offers plenty in terms of uh being able to get around and travel i suppose you were going to go to the states weren't you we were yeah but that got called yeah where was that kentucky uh kentucky yeah that would have been nice awesome. So I guess, have you boys all sort of learned values from these extracurricular sort of activities you've been doing? Like what sort of things have you learned from doing sport and robotics and all that? Like, I think sport, well, depends what type of sport you do because yeah. uh, team sports especially, I know hockey and rugby and you know, even even football, they're all real <laughs> teams. Even Sorry, even that sounded football. terrible, didn't it? Football, football's probably the biggest sport at the school. And so I've what's, just, what's your problem sport. with football? Nothing. Yeah. My dad played football. We played for the, played very high up in football. My whole family's been a football family, so. So you're the disappointment, wow. really. So yeah, I'm the so disappointment. The I didn't play, but yeah, but yeah, football. Um, all of these team sports are all, all built around camaraderie and, and brothers, mm. like brothership. It's about having each other's backs and listening to listening to everyone and sort of building ideas of each other to sort of get towards an end goal, which you know to score to try or a goal or whatever, you've got to build ideas off each other and form plans and all of that. I think that's the really the key thing, building, you know, 
even towards leadership, which has really helped with our roles this year. Yeah. I mean, um, I think George. that the extracurricular activities provide a lot of fun. I think have, if you're just at school all day, just doing school, it's very hard to stay focused and even maybe do well. I'm not sure. But um, sport and extracurricular activities provide a I mean, it's been a great fun for me and I've learnt, met lots of friends that I never would have and I've met lots of people in different year groups and things like that, which have benefited me greatly. I think what Cal was talking about in terms of teamwork and uh, camaraderie, that um, really that's just part of the school environment uh, as far as um, if you talk to Mr Chapman, he'll tell you when he came into school, um, he wanted to try and bring that team spirit and camaraderie that exists on the sports field and bring it into onto the band stage and mm. I think he's done that um, but yeah it's just that's part of being at boys high you know if you talk to any, really if we were to talk to anyone in our year group in year 13 we'd all get along pretty well right like it's um, there's definitely community spirit there and I think extracurricular activities definitely uh, bring that to a different level mm. What sort of subjects are you boys into? Uh, we're all fairly similar, I think. Oh, yeah, I'd say so. With a few, with a few variances. I don't take PE. Um, yeah, so I'm. I do English, maths, uh, which calculus, uh, physics, chemistry, PE, and uh, in a study. I do art, calc, English, physics, accounting. Um, calc, physics, English. Design, DVC, and music. Um, so yeah, I'd so you're not that similar at all. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we all take calc and English. <laughs> That's those are two fairly you know fairly universal subjects that you can find across year thirteen. <laughs> yeah. And so, what sort of uh, guys have you got planned out? What have you got planned out for the future in terms of jobs and stuff? Anything? Um, I've been tossing and turning on this for for quite a while. I sort of I haven't really got. Well, I've got a plan, but I don't really. It's not really set in stone. Mm. Um, I'm probably I'll go into UC next year to do engineering, and then I'll try. I'll go into mechanical engineering when when we have to specialise. The good thing I found with engineering is the first year is real broad, so that you can sort of choose where you want to go after that. But yeah, and then I I think the plan going forward is to get into aeronautics or aerospace. Awesome. So that's sort of sort of a broad idea from here, and we'll see how that plans out. Um, I'm sort of more into the designing side of things. I think me and Max are quite similar. Yeah. We've been in quite a few classes together. Um, but down the designing or architecture sort of route, either Christchurch, Wellington or Auckland, sort of we're, we're both tossing up. We've got different... Yeah, we've got an ongoing, ongoing thing here where um, George is looking at Auckland Uni and I'm looking at Wellington. Um, but, you know, architecture, I think, is the way that I'd like to go. Um, something yeah, similar, George. both of us, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully that'll turn out to a, a decent career and interesting degree. All right. Um, so think about aerospace, which is what you were talking about. I'm going on a bit of a tangent here, but how long do you think it's going to take for us to find life on other planets? Like how long well, do we reckon? Well, the big question is, is there life on other planets? So what do you think? It's a million dollar question, isn't it? Um, on in our solar system, 
Mm. I'd be very surprised if there's life on We're getting quite planets. specific yeah. quickly, are we? No, but in, in our solar system, I'd be very surprised if there's life on other planets of substantial level, not bacteria or something along those lines. Mm. Um, and the chances of us travelling into solar systems in the near future is not very high. So, yeah, it could be a fair while if it's even out there. What do you think? I've probably watched a few too many movies and TV shows to have an <laughs> unbiased opinion on this, but I don't know. I think that's the question is no one can really know, so who am I to say? <laughs> I think um, maybe there's enough on, on Earth for the moment. I don't think I need to, to go to other solar systems in my, life, in my, in my lifetime. Well um, yeah. yeah. But, you know, if it comes up, then I'd love to meet an alien. But do you reckon there's something out there? Sure, <laughs> I'd be sure. I'm surprised if it's not, not sure in our solar system, but somewhere. I mean, you got to hope so, eh? You got to hope there's someone else out there, not just us. Surely, <laughs> like if we're well, the best. Odds on, chances of if it's happened to us, it's happened somewhere else. Odds on aliens happening on other planets. Yeah, very highly. <laughs> um, so, if you, what's one thing you sort of regret not doing in your earlier years of CBHS? One thing you regret, like not mm. making a decision Good on. Question. I don't really have many, to be honest. Um, I don't really have many. I think I sort of knew sort of what the school would offer in terms of me and what I was really looking forward to. And I sort of put my foot out for what, everything I wanted to try and do. And Yeah, I don't really have many regrets over my time at school. Mm. I think it's going pretty well. Sweet. I don't really either. Nothing pops to mind for me, but... Yeah, I dropped French in year nine. Uh, I I'll admit I do regret that. Um, Actually, I'm the same as well. I dropped in year ten. Ah, but there you go. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, Mr. Moika told me that if I wanted, well, I told him that I wasn't going to, and then he told me uh, that you should, and then he said, if you're not going to, then you know, if you want to learn French, you can go to France and probably um, <laughs> take a night class while you're doing Noe and pick it up while you're at it. Um, so, yeah, then I haven't studied French for the past four years. But you can't take seven subjects, unfortunately. Mm, yeah. Battle at the start of this year trying to pick six. <laughs> yeah, so. I know. Do you, um, do you have any advice for your past selves? Mm, good question. Um, someone else can go first, what I think. <laughs> um, my advice would be probably just to enjoy it. I think I look back and just realise... I had it in year nine and year 10, how good we had it. Because obviously the grass is always greener and mm. you can always look back and go, wow, had it so easy. But I don't know, maybe just to enjoy it and live in the moment. Because I have so many memories looking back on year nine and year 10, whether it was having a reliever and then, <laughs> or you know what I mean, those sorts of memories that you can't really pass up that are sort of spontaneous, um, yeah. Oh, I wish I had George advising me in year 10. Um, no, I've, I've got nothing. If I were to be able to go back and, and advise myself in year, as a junior, I'd probably screw it up. So, nah, I can't. No advice. No advice. Um, I think George has got it spot on. I think as a year nine, sorry, as a year nine, and uh, and a year ten, obviously, you don't have any. Uh, well, you got exams, but you got no NCA you have to worry about. Yeah. 
And so, yeah, I think it's really key that when you first come in and you're first coming into a new environment with a whole lot of new people, that you just have fun, you enjoy it. Um, yeah, if there's, obviously do your work and listen to all your teachers and all of that sort of stuff, but you really en- you enjoy the opportunity, like George said, so you, you just make make an effort, that's really key. I think because a lot of the people that you meet in year nine and form really good connections with will stick with you for a long time. So if you don't really make an effort early on, then it will be harder for you to sort of work into you know, social groups and social circles and mm. enjoy your life later on. Yeah, I guess that's worthwhile. Um, just, you know, putting putting yourself out there. Um, but then again, if... Uh, oh, this is going to come off cliched. Do what's... Try and find out as quickly as possible or just try and find out, I guess, what what you want and mm. what you want out of your time at school. Um, and then if you if you can find find something that you love around school then you know that immediately gives you a reason to be here um and if you've got that reason then you know that's all you need really to to keep coming along and keep um putting your best best self out there i think it's also not you don't have to be immediately involved in something either because I'm not the most musical person ever, but I remember in year nine or year ten to get some fine young man points, I went and helped out at a big night in. And without going, I would have never known how good they actually are and how amazing the, not only music, there were, I think there were comedians and dancers and stuff like that as well. And so it's just great to be part of a community and a Mm. school that actually has a wide range of things that you don't actually have to do, but you can still enjoy so changing the tone a little bit relievers what do we reckon so does it change with age do you respect relievers more as a year 13 or is it the same you, as when every I, I would hope every boy in that school respects relievers yes <laughs> certainly there's an expectation yeah, there's an expectation yeah going to boys high is a right no I won't go down that path um, I think it's privilege not right privilege no. sorry yeah. mm. there you I won't go. go down that path though um, um it would be, I would be wrong of me to say that the same amount of work gets done mm. with a reliever than without a reliever. I think it really depends on what you're doing and what the the situation is, and I think a lot of a lot of teachers understand that as well. Some great baiting, Caden. I think um, must have been a couple of weeks ago. I was walking down the corridor to my cl- to a class I had. And there was a group of year nine and year tens lined up outside the door of their classroom and they saw a reliever teacher walk to their classroom, <laughs> to their door, and she turned to go and open the door and they just all screamed and they just were so happy. They were laughing and oh, it, was, it was pretty funny. But um, really depends how much on what teacher you have. Yeah. yeah. If you there like some teacher icons. Iconic reliever teachers. Um, there are some high. amazing ones out there, yeah. They have, yeah. They, Everyone grows to actually yeah. really like yeah. and have a great rapport with. Um, status around the school, really. Yeah. We won't go naming names, but... Of course um, not. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Some great full-on, full-time teachers as well, obviously. Oh, oh obviously. That, uh, you know, you can, you can build that relationship with. Um, yeah. I mean, all, all about teaching it at Boyce High is about, um, is about the teacher-student rapport there. Um, and you know, if you can if you can build that 
if you can help that along as a student, then, you know, it's worthwhile. Um, yeah. How scary is it going out there in front of like 1,200 boys and doing a reading? Well, I've done it a fair few times now. So year 13 isn't there, so it's probably yeah. more like 1,000. <laughs> you'd, be, you'd be surprised if there's 50 year 13s at assembly <laughs> nowadays. No, um, I've done it a fair few times now. Mm. So I've sort of grown a bit more comfortable on the stage. I do remember the first time, the first time I did it, I was in year 12. And yeah, that's that was a bit more freaky because you had all the older kids up and, uh, above you and it was sort of looking down on you. So yeah, I've heard from a lot of people who don't do it often that it's a real nerve-wracking experience mm. i know um, a good mate of mine was crossing stage who had never done it before and he was very very scared just he didn't even have to speak all he had to do was get up and cross stage so i guess you just you're in the limelight for a long time and i think that was shown by sam jones's attempt at reading the notices at the monitors assembly in term one which was abysmal to say the least <laughs> but it was it was yeah. a worthy effort. It was a worthy effort. Uh, Sam, you can come on the podcast to defend yourself if you so wish. <laughs> it is it is harder than it looks. Oh, um, yeah, I agree that the first few times it can be pretty daunting, mm. and you sort of have to encourage yourself and pump yourself up for it. But once you get up there and you just sort of relax, you actually realise that you speak better and you're more comfortable when you don't think about it. You just you just think about talking to your mates where you are standing in front of 1,400 people, but if you can manage to get it in your head that everyone's just there to get through the assembly and get to lunch, then you're doing perfectly well. <laughs> Got a bit of a, an anecdote here. Um, as far as uh, my, first, my first school shun on, um, <clears throat> good? At, the, at the first assembly at the Mihi for the year nines, um, after, the day after that, um, I rocked up there. I'll admit, I I was a bit blasé about the whole thing, and I didn't spend all summer practicing my skill shun. I um that was the first time that I'd said those words. Um, but yeah, immediately beforehand, it was a rather nerve-wracking thing. Uh, Mr. Bone starts whispering at me, and I couldn't hear him, so I leaned forward and I said, "What'd you say, sir?" Um, and he said, uh, "Lift your knees," um, because he was worried that I was going to trip up on the steps up the way to the stage. So, yeah, make sure if you are crossing stage and you're rather nervous, make sure that you, um, you don't trip up on the steps because that was probably something that I would have forgotten knowing how coordinated I am. I've never done that, <laughs> tripped up, walking over the stage. Thank you for watching the CBHS uh, Blue Black podcast. Thanks, Max Young, for joining us. Uh, George and Callum. Thank you very Thank much. You. Um, uh, if you want to watch our other episodes, they're on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, uh, if you want to find the CBHS media team, you can find them on Facebook at Christchurch Boys High School media team, Instagram, cbhs.media. Is that one of the ones that like pops up on the screen as we're doing it? Like you point to where it's at? I, I, I hope so. Yeah, Jack, you're, you're, on that? That. you're on that, mate. Um, uh, right here. Any last words, boys? I'll show you, Peter. Uh, he's got it. There you go. All right. Thank you. And goodbye.